Uh, good morning, Firelife Church. Glad you joined us again on Firelife Online. We hope that you felt the presence of God during worship. I just encourage you to take this time and make your home the church. Uh, gather with your family, spend time in prayer, worship, host the presence of God in your homes. This is a great chance for us to take advantage uh, of this time with our kids, with our wives, with our spouses, and uh, just experience the presence in our home. Uh, we know the church is not a building, that we are the temple of the Holy Spirit. We are the church. So uh, just keep this up. Appreciate you inviting us in your home. Uh, today, we're going to be in a couple of different places, but the first will be Colossians chapter 3. We'll go there in a moment. And we'll also be in Proverbs chapter 18. Now, if you'll remember, two weeks ago, I started a series about having eyes to see and ears to hear. And in the first series, we, we said that we typically see less clearly and hear less clearly when we're entangled. I think that was April 5th. You can go back and watch that if you missed it. Uh, today, I want to take the second point of that. I, I believe we see less clearly, we hear less clearly when we're isolated. So I want to draw a distinction between being hidden and being isolated. The best way to do that is in Colossians chapter 3. I'm going to read that now from the Passion Translation. Colossians 3 verse 1. It says, Christ's resurrection is your resurrection too. This is why we are to yearn for the things that are above. For that's where Christ sits enthroned, at the place of all power and honor and authority. Yes, feast on all the treasures of the heavenly realm and fill your thoughts with heavenly realities, not with the distractions of the natural realm. Your crucifixion, with Christ has severed the tie to this life. And now your true life is hidden away in God, in Christ Jesus. And as Christ himself is seen for who he really is, who you really are will also be revealed for you are now one with him in all of his glory. So that's Colossians 3. And it talks about us being hidden in Christ. Now let's look at the difference between being hidden and isolated and Proverbs 18.1 outlines this very clearly. It says, He who isolates himself seeks his own desires, and he rages against all wisdom and sound judgment. Now, I want us to learn the art of being hidden and move away from isolating ourselves. And so I want to define isolating ourselves like this. When I'm isolated, I've chosen to pull myself aside, and it's feasting on myself. I think that's the best way to describe isolation. When I am in a place of isolation, my thoughts, my fears, my problems, my anxieties, everything about me is at the front of my mind. I am feasting on myself. That is when I, I isolate myself. I, I am wrapped up in my world. Other people's issues don't matter to me. Other people's cares don't matter to me. All I can see is life from my perspective through my, my lens of offense, my lens of judgment, my lens of frustration. And God doesn't want us to isolate ourselves. Uh, we typically do this when we're fulfilling our own needs and our own desires. Now, when I'm a place of isolation, <clears throat> what I have also done is not only have I pulled myself internally and I'm feasting on myself and my worries, my fears, my perspectives, I've also rejected any intervention and help from the outside. I, I am on my own. I am using my own wisdom. I am per, pursuing my own desires, my own gains. And, and I don't have any other resources other than what I possess and what I've locked myself into. So if I have isolated myself, 
Not only have I pulled away, but I've also pushed away any help that could come in and break me through this perspective. Uh, isolation causes me to imagine my future without God. Think about that for a moment. Be, being in such a place of turmoil and despair and distress that I pull myself within myself and I'm feasting on my own perspective and then I'm looking at every circumstance in my life through the lens of me by myself without God with me. And we know that, that God isn't away from us, but we've pushed him aside. And isolation, it's a place where there's no peace. It's a place where there's no rest. See, when I'm isolated, even when I lay down asleep at night, my mind is feasting on myself. My mind is, is thinking about my anxieties and my fears and my problems. I can't even rest and have peace in a place of isolation because I've pushed him out. See, peace is a person. Peace is not a thing that comes into the room. Peace is not a presence that, that blows in and then leaves. Peace is a person and his name is Jesus Christ. And when I've isolated myself, I've told him, I don't need you. I can do this without you. You stay over there and I'm going to handle this on my own. And so there is no peace. When I've isolated myself, not only is there no peace, but all of my growth and all the progress that I've seen in my life, it stalls out. I basically cap the momentum of my life in a, in a cell of isolation. And all I have to feast on is me and myself. And I've pushed away everything from the outside. I've, I've broken off the momentum and growth that God has stirred up in my life, all so that I could be, my, be by myself. We are isolated. <laughs> and the, re the reason we isolate ourselves is to not be revealed, to withhold ourselves from other people. So the purpose um, that we, we use isolation for is so that we're not revealed, so that we're not known. Now I can look back over my life and there are many seasons, many times where I've isolated myself. I didn't want people to know me. I didn't want people to really get in and, and, and see the real Jared. And so I would distance myself through pick your poison, pick your, 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 uh, your coping mechanism, whatever it is to push people and keep people aside. And that's what happens when we isolate ourselves. We don't want people to know who we are. We do not want the real person to be revealed. Now look at the difference between the isolation and being hidden. So in isolation, I'm feasting on myself. But when I'm hidden in Christ, I'm feasting on God. I'm feasting on all of his authority, all of his abundance, all of his power, all of his resources. And the Bible says in Psalm 23 that he prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. So much so that as I partake from this table, my cup runs over and goodness and mercy follows me all the days of my life. That's a very distinct difference from isolation where isolation stalls all resources. Isolation stalls all growth. It stalls the grace and peace that would typically be attracted to my life. <laughs> but when I'm hidden, come on, man, when I'm hidden in Christ, I attract those things. As a matter of fact, I can be in the middle of a storm and his presence comes. I invite his glory. I invite his presence and he drives back the, the cloud that would come. That doesn't come when I'm isolated. It only comes when I'm hidden in Christ. When I'm hidden in Christ also, I can, I can assess my life and pour my strength and my attention on things that are really important. 
I can pour my efforts and my time, my treasure, my talents, I can pour them into things that are vital and beneficial to my life. We've we've talked a lot about the scales and being able to weigh whether something's beneficial and good or whether it's worthless. When I'm hidden in Christ, it's easier for me to see what's good for me and what's not. I don't know about you, but right now in this time of 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 public isolation, of, of us being in our homes and sheltering in place, I've really taken time and I've asked God to show me who I really am. And I don't want to be isolated, even though I'm isolated. I want to be hidden. I want this to be a time where there's great revelation, where there's great growth and progress in my life. And so I'm inviting God. God, tell me when things get back to normal. Now, how many have asked that lately? Like, what are we going to do when things get back to normal or how long till things get back to normal? I don't want to take the same things into the, to the future with me. I don't want to be the same Jared. I don't want to have the same level of hope or faith. I want all that stuff to, to, to be shifted. I want to be a different man. I want to be confident in who Christ has called me to be. I want to go forward into what he's, what he's called and set aside for my life. And right now is a really good time to not be isolated, but to be hidden in Christ so that we can assess what's really good and beneficial to our lives. You see, when I'm in a place of, of hiddenness with God, what I'm doing is I'm feasting on my history with God. Instead of complaining and fighting and being frustrated with life, I look back and I'm like, God, this has been my history with you. This is the way I've known you through my life. You've been familiar. You've been close to me. And I can, I can, I can rehearse my history with God. I can take the testimonies of God and pull them to the front of my mind and make them the center point again and not ever get away from the testimony, the things that God's done for me, the things, the way he operated in my past, he will operate the same in my present and he will be the same in my future. The way he's been faithful in my past, he'll be present right now and he'll be faithful in this moment and he'll be faithful in my future. See, God is not bound by time. He is the same yesterday, today, forever. And when I am hidden in him instead of isolated, it's easier for me to look back and to pull those testimonies to the front of my mind. We've talked a lot about this. And in the Bible, when Israel would fall into sin, it wasn't an overnight falling into rebellion and sin. But every time uh, they fell or every time they moved into a place of rebellion, it started in one place. And the Bible says they forgot the testimony of God. They forgot the history that they had developed and cultivated in their relationship with their personally present God. And I don't want to do that. I want to remember the testimony. Right now is a good time for us to pull those testimonies to the forefront. You see, in that place of hiddenness with him, Christ himself, the person of peace, comes and sits with me. He's with me. He's in me. He's all around me. He's in every decision that I make. He's in every plan I have for the future. He's in the process with us right now. He doesn't leave us alone. And so it's really hard to be in despair it's really hard to be disappointed and discouraged when the person, the Prince of Peace is my companion. And that's who he wants to be for us. He wants to be that companion. John 15 tells us that, that God is the vine and we're the branches. And that if we abide in him and he abides in us, then we will bear much fruit. See, isolation cuts off the fruit. But when I'm hidden, I become even more fruitful. You see, a lot of the, the greatest growth 
that happens in plants and, and in nature happens in that dormant season where that seed is, is buried in the ground and it's hidden. It looks like nothing's happening. It looks like it's, it's over and there's, it, there's no process going on here, but underneath the surface in that hidden place, there's so much life being stirred up and, and there's so many, uh, the root systems being developed so that it will sustain life in the future. And I pray that right now you're in a place of hidden hiddenness with God and not a place of isolation, that in this season, God's developing deep roots and systems that's going to produce great fruit for you and your family in the future. The purpose of isolation is I don't want people to know me. I don't want to be revealed. But the purpose of being hidden is so that I can be revealed. Now, I, I was so excited as I was preparing this message. I got to tell Mandy, I was like, I get to talk about my favorite movie, so I don't know if you've seen this or not, uh, but there's a movie called The Prestige. And in this movie, it's about two magicians who are basically in a battle, and I won't bore you with the, the IMDB summary of the movie. But basically, in this movie, Michael Caine's character, his name is Cutter, explains what a great magician does. He says there's three parts to every great magic trick. The first one's called The Pledge. And in the pledge, the magician takes something completely ordinary, completely dull and mundane, and he presents it to the audience. The second part is called the turn. And in the turn, the magician takes this seemingly ordinary uh, thing and he causes it to do something extraordinary. Typically, he makes it disappear. Then there's the third part. Now, uh, Michael Caine's character says, now you wouldn't clap after the turn because it's really not that difficult to make something disappear. But if you can make it reappear, that's the prestige. And so I, I wanted to tie this into the end, uh, to, to the message today, because our scripture in Colossians says that we were hidden in Christ. And it says specifically, we were hidden in Christ so that we would also be revealed in his glory. So that as Christ is revealed, we're also revealed. Remember isolation, I'm trying not to be revealed. But when I'm hidden, I want to be revealed in Christ. And that's the prestige. We died with Christ. We were resurrected in Christ. And we will now, from this point forward, be revealed in Christ with glory, with life, with hope, and with peace. And that's what this is all about today. So my prayer for you is that you would move from being isolated, hidden, uh, hidden from, from people, and actually be hidden in Christ. There's a very big difference between the two. And uh, so I, I want to pray over you. And I want to pray a prayer of activation. And I want to pray that we would seek to be known, that we would seek to be hidden in Christ, and that we would, we would not seek our own desires. So would you join me in prayer? Would you just bow your heads, join hands with your family? And I just want to pray this prayer. Uh, first of all, repentance. Father God, <laughs> we repent for isolating ourselves. We repent for seeking our own desires and even raging against wise advice and wise counsel. Father, I ask that you would take us from people who are fearful and isolated into people who are bold and courageous and are hidden in Christ. You know, we talked about it last week. I no longer live. Christ lives in me. We are hidden in Christ. Father, I pray that, that when we are seen, that other people would see Christ in us, the hope of glory. I pray, God, that as we are hidden in Christ and, and, and we would learn the art of being hidden in Christ, that we would also be revealed with authority and with power just as Christ was revealed. Now, God, I bless every home. Hmm. Right now, I drive out that inclination to be isolated. 
I drive out that, that fear that would cause us to withdraw and cons- be consumed upon ourselves. And I ask that God, we would open up and that we would be hidden in Christ, that we would be revealed in Christ. Make us brave, make us bold. We drive out isolation right now and we ask that you will replace it with being hidden in Christ so that glory may be revealed in us. Father, I love you and I thank you for your faithfulness. Bless every family, bless every home. May there be great fruitfulness in this season. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for inviting us into your home and watching this with your family. I pray that you're blessed and I pray that you see great fruit in this season. I love you, we're praying for you. Be blessed in Jesus' name. Thanks again for joining us at Firelife Church Online. We pray that what God has done for you today will only increase and that it will exceed your expectations. We love you, we bless you, we're glad to be part of your family. To stay connected and to keep up with everything going on, you can go to wearefirelife.org. We're always praying for you and we'll see you again next time. Thank you.